because every time, almost every time I get a new customer, man, they email me and like, dude, where have you been, man? You got the baddest shit on the planet. And, and I'm, and I'm like, man, I, I've been here. Like, it's, it's just so hard. The hardest part is, is, is trying to connect with the people who want to play the, the music. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I found I found that too. I mean, you've been doing it for two years. I've been doing this for like I don't know how long. Well, almost maybe almost a year now. Cool. And it just gets it gets to be a lot. Like, I mean, I don't really have any real like like business plan for slightly fuzz, but it kind of started as just kind of funny shit on Instagram, and then it turned into a podcast. Then it turned into like kind of helping bands release records and that kind of shit. And I'm telling just, you, man, it gets to be a lot. After dude, dude, dude I'm telling you, man, you start going down rabbit holes, bro. <laughs> Yeah. I have a marketing background as well. And like, that's what I do for my company. And so that's why Pat and I like really had a good chat was that like, we talked about the marketing and like how it's similar, but like slightly fuzz was almost created to be like the anti, like what I'm used to marketing wise. It was like, I just get to do whatever the fuck I want. And if I want to like make something really crude and vulgar and I can just fuck it, I can do it. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. So, like, me and, me and Pat, we, we talked about that for a long time, and, and he, he definitely knows his shit. So, that's that, cool. Yeah. Oh, dude. He, he, he is the fucking man. Um, yeah. He is the man for what he does, which, which, that's what you want. I mean, that, that's what, that's what I expect is, um, you know, you, you know, when you look for somebody to handle a certain aspect of something, and that's their job, then they need to, to know their job. And Pat does, man. He does. And not only does he do it, but one of the things that, that I that I like, that I feel is uh, very important, and you can see this when you're looking at certain people, um, if they love it. If they love it and their heart is in it, then they'll be successful at it. Yeah. That's, I, I, I believe that. And that's that's how I feel about him. And uh, not to boast about myself, but that's probably why I do well because, because I enjoy this. You know, I have fun with it, and I enjoy it. Yeah, it's it's you know, it gets stressful and stuff, and and uh, owning your own business is tough, and having to, you know, having to deal with people and and all the issues. You know, shipping issues are always a problem. Right. Um. The 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 mail carriers, you know, whichever one you're talking about, you know, just about all of them, you know, they they've lost or destroyed something, and um, and uh, unfortunately, it all comes back on you, and they they are never held uh, accountable, which is terrible, you know, to me. Um, I I I I have a saying that I you know, I feel like. Amazon and eBay kind of created that situation for all of us because what, but because of how they handle their business, but I'm not a billion dollar industry. You, you know, that that's the difference, man. I'm not a billion dollar industry. You know, if I was, I'd be like, dude, no problem, man. Here's a, 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 a another one right off the, the cuff. But, um, you know, first of all, you know, you know, you know, because of the prices that I did, you know, I, you know, I, I I feel like, and and I'm pretty confident in saying that that my prices are, are more than fair, and um and I get so I give people a fair price. I give them a, a good product. Most of my products are imported, and um and I do the best I can to pack them up right and all that stuff. So um but anytime I lose 
like a record or something like that, man, I have to sell like five or six more just to make up for that one. Like that's what people don't understand. And um, my whole thing is to try to keep the prices as low as possible just so I can get the, the music out there. Um, that, yeah. I, yeah, that's what I want to try to do. Um, I totally but, understand that. I mean, I, I'm, I'm just kind of getting started in like, you know, se- sending out records and stuff, but it's like to your point of like Amazon is like when they screw up, I, I expect them to like, just send me a new one. Like, listen, I don't want to have to deal with this and wait for it and call, the post office and call my neighbors looking for the package. Just send me another thing that, that I wanted or whatever. And they do. For me, it's like, if, if I, only, I only have a stack of 50 records here. So if I have to send you a second one, like that profit margin is so small that it like, it, dude, like dude, dude, it, it is so small. So, um, you know, today, Every record I sold today, I gave away at cost. Okay, I I, I made nothing today, which I'm I'm okay with that because it, it it also helps me out too, just for people to come in and move all this stuff that I've had sitting here, so I can bring in some newer stuff. So so there's a, a win win, and then on the other side is you know all those customers that's been loyal to to me, and there's a lot of them that uh, keep coming back. Is just give them the opportunity to um to get more stuff at a even better price i mean i i, I don't understand i don't know how i could get much better man i'm looking at my prices i'm like dude like this um a a a 30 dollar record at 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 germany costs you 30 dollars. you know with me um and if you buy two records you get free shipping so that's i mean that's that that's a good price so if you get it from germany you know you're gonna pay 15 16 bucks probably for shipping on top of that um so, so um, one of the biggest benefits I think is is when you buy more, um, which is one of the things that I want to work on in the future. I I just got a um, web designer that I found after. I feel like I feel like it's been two years, but it probably hasn't been quite two years. But it's been it's been about a year and a half. I've been looking for a web designer. I finally found one. And so now um, I talk to a lot of my customers and they, you know, I get feedback and input from them and I try to hear what they, you know, what they would want me to do. And so now I'm, I'm finally getting to be able to accomplish some of those um, long-term tasks that needed to get done. That'll make the business run smoother for them and for me too, you know, it, it, it helps us both out because anytime it's smooth for them, it makes it smooth for, for me. So that's, so, so that's worth it. Um, yeah. (laughs) There's, there's a lot of like good stuff that we can talk about here and I, we already kind of just kind of dove in. So I want (laughs) to just a minute and introduce you as Paul Huff of the cosmic peddler. Okay. And uh, to anyone that doesn't understand what the Cosmic Peddler is or anything, I, I try to have a pretty wide range of guests on the on the podcast, and good, a man. lot of them end up being bands and artists and stuff, but sure. record labels and and people that do the artwork for the covers. And I try to get just a lot of people from that make this like underground scene kind of a function, and right. and you're one of them, and for sure. And I think that that you have a big part in in kind of how this whole thing keeps moving. So. Why don't you take a minute and just kind of explain what the Cosmic Peddler is a little bit and maybe 
how it started. I mean, we're at the two year mark. So like, yeah. what we're like kind of getting this, this rolling. <laughs> Dude, it's, um, it, the, you know, the story is phenomenal for, 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 for me anyway, because I feel like, um, I've always had a passion for music. I grew up in the seventies. So, um, I got ACDC tattooed on my wrist. I mean, I love like Judas Priest, Motley Crue, Deep Purple. Yeah, I grew up with all that stuff. Well, um, I uh, I served in the military for 23 years, and I traveled all over the world. And um, I feel like during that time, I I lost focus on what was going on with everyone else because I was, I was just busy doing what I had to do. And when I retired, um, I, I, I knew that I always wanted to kind of be in business for myself um, just because I'm a hard worker and I'm always passionate about what I do, but I didn't really know what I wanted to do. So I, so I started getting into comic books cause I love comic books and, and and I started selling comic books and comic book and supplies and stuff. Man, I got stacks of like like old vintage comic books and stuff. Man, I'm into all that yeah. stuff. And um, then um, then uh, a a a friend of mine here in San Antonio, a a a friend of mine was playing in a band, and he was like, "Hey, man, uh, you love music, man. You want to start? You know, you want to get into this band, you know, with us?" And I was like. Yeah, man, that sounds cool. So, um, so I started playing in this band, and um, I, yeah, I'm not gonna say the name of the band because they got an album coming out and stuff, and and uh, uh, you know, there's some other breakup situations there. But but uh, I started playing in the band, and um, they 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 introduced me to this music, and and I was completely blown away because. To me, it sounded like the same stuff that I grew up with, but it's just new stuff. I'm like, holy shit, this is like the same. This is like fucking Deep Purple, ACDC, Black Sabbath. It's all the same shit. It's just like diff- It's just like new bands playing like 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 you know new stuff. I was like, man, this is badass. So I started listening to it, and and that's what I was playing. You know, that's what that's what we were playing in the band was this style of music, and um. The uh, one day um, we were hanging out after practice or something, and um, and uh, yeah, we'd always go to practice, and then after practice we'd we'd freaking party. <laughs> so we were sitting there freaking partying and listening to to music, and they were like, "Hey, Paul, you got like a legitimate business?" And I did. I, I had a business license. I was on eBay. I had an eBay store, dude. I was moving all kinds of comic book stuff, like left and right. And, and they're like, dude, you're doing all this. Why don't you look at, at trying to get this music here? Because they said, no one has this music in the U.S. And I was like, no one has this? Man, that sounds crazy to me. So I started looking at it. And um, little little did I know that all, this, that all this heavy, I had no idea who that was, but I guess – all that's heavy was a was a person that did like I'm doing now, and um, they, you know, for whatever reason they had just ended or something, and so there was this big need for somebody to step in and fill that void. I, well, I had I had Jad Jad Schickler who who created all that is heavy, 
on the podcast already. And, and now he, now he has a record label and all that kind of stuff, but yeah, he, he had a, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, uh, I started looking and I started like researching on, on Google and stuff. And I was like, damn, man, man, they're right. Like you can't get this music anywhere. I said, this is crazy. And I was like, man, what's it going to hurt? So I went back to practice and, and we did practice. I was like, Hey, who, 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 who makes the best, records from overseas and uh every every everybody responded and they said kai with cosmic artifacts is the best they said you know for quality and and everything your consistency with the bands and everything that they said you know psychedelic rock and all that they said man Kai, kai is the man i was like all right well, so I contacted Kai and and um and I bought like three hundred dollars worth of freaking records, dude. And and I brought them and, and and I brought them to the states. And and honestly, I just started selling them to like my friends. And so what what was he doing exactly? Was he like pressing records, or was he like reselling records from labels, or what? What, what was he? Okay, doing? so so um. Um, you don't know who who Cosmic Artifacts is, Kai? I do. I do know oh. what Cosmic Artifacts is now. But like, why did you go through him and not like, I don't know, to a label? Well, because like, my friends, well, my friends told me that they said Cosmic is where you want to start. That's what they okay. told me. Because like I said, I, I had no idea, man, zero of like any of the music or anything. Um, and, and, and so I went to, you know, I, I, I emailed Kai, man. I pulled up the website and I emailed him and I was like, Hey man, I want to sell your music. Well, just so happens like once again, perfect storm. Yeah. You know, I think Kai was having some issues with us distribution. And, and, and part of that was probably because of the whole situation with all this heavy or whatever. And he was trying somebody else and and Kai was like, "Hey, Paul, man, they're just taking my records, dude, and they're throwing them on a shelf, and and it's consignment, and they're not even selling them." And um, within you know a few weeks, dude, I, I was like, I, I was coming back and buying more. And he's like, "Dude, like you've sold more in, in three months than I've sold, than than these guys have sold forever." And I was like, I, and I was like, really? So that. That that's how it all started, man. It it all started, and then um, then I opened up a, a little record shop here in San Antonio, Texas, in um, November uh, around November of 2019. I opened up a record store, and then shortly after that, probably like December or something, um, I I I started dabbling in a website. Cause, uh, cause I felt like that was the, the way to go. How did and, you um, those records without some of this stuff? How did, and then, and in January, the pandemic hit. So the city came in, shut, shut the, shut my store down. It was like, Hey dude, you're, you're out of here, man. Pack everything up. And I'm like, what the fuck? And, uh, so I brought all my stuff home and I was like, well, Paul, you have two choices, brother. You can either quit. Or you can just try this online thing and see how it, it, it works. And fortunately, you know, for, you know, for me, I think because of the pandemic and people were at home and they were listening to, to music, 
um, it, it all kind of, you know, it, it all kind of took off, you know, for, for me. Um, and it, ha- it, you know, it hasn't stopped, man, to be honest with you, it hasn't stopped, man. I, I've been, uh, going a hundred miles an hour, try, you know, trying to figure this thing out that, that honestly, it just started as like a kind of a hobby. I mean, I, I had no idea, you know, you know, what this was going to turn into. Um, but, um, I want to say this, man. So, uh, some people that are, that are very near and dear to, to me. Okay. Duel, Tom Frank with Duel, uh, Ryan Garney with high desert queen. Um, all the Warlung boys, all those guys, those were the bands that I first connected with here, here in San Antonio with all this, this music, man. And, uh, they made me love it, man. And, uh, and it hasn't stopped since. And those are, you know, I consider them all like my good friends and, um, you know, uh, so I, I want to throw a shout out, you know, you know, to them. Um, cause they, yeah. they, uh, they hustle, man. Those guys hustle every day. I've had Ryan on here. I've had Ryan on here twice now already. I, dude, they play like a madman. They hustle, like they're trying to get their music out there. You know, I'm trying to help them. Um, so that's kind of how the cosmic peddler started in a gist. Yeah. Is that- <laughs> so I, you know, how do you get in touch with some of these, these bands? Is it through labels is it through the bands themselves or, you know, what, what are they looking for you to do exactly? And, and I mean, are you, are you kind of like the only one doing this right now? Or do you have some competition out there? Cause I see like all the, the bigger bands and stuff going to you. And using you, to get dude. I, so. I think um, so. Looking around, you know, you know, look, you know, looking around, I, I think that the vinyl industry is very saturated. Um, I think that anybody with a closet and a computer can open up a record label, and they are, which is kind of sad, you know, to me. And the same thing with me too, you, you know. Anybody with a, a, a spare room and a, and a computer can open up an online store now and can present themselves as a, a legitimate business. That don't mean that they're legitimate. Um, um, yeah, yeah, I think uh, over time and consistency and everything, you, you have to prove yourself um, you know, with the customers. But what I did in the beginning, and I feel like um, – so, you know, Walmart, Target, Amazon, all these people have moved heavily into the, the, the vinyl scene. And, um, and I hear even from my customers like, yeah, dude, look what I picked up from fucking Amazon for freaking 22. I'm like, dude, you could have bought it for me for, for, for a couple bucks more. Thanks brother. But you know, whatever. Um, yeah, I get it. You know, everybody's got to save some, you know, some money. But one thing, the one thing that they will never do because they're so big and, and they just won't get down to that level is they won't connect with the bands like I do. See, I go to the shows. I go to the festivals. I hang out with the bands. I party with them. I talk to them and I try to and I try to get their music and I try to promote their their music. Um I either meet them through the labels. So like, you know, if a label puts out a record and then I'll try to like, you know, you know, promote that record, you know, with them or, 
Um, I'll I'll also follow um, the uh, Doom charts, and so I look at you know, I look at the the yeah I look at the Doom charts. I haven't been doing that much lately, um, just because I, I I've been super busy with other things. But um, I want to get back into the Doom charts and. Mr. Mr. Six Six Six, man, he yeah. he he's the freaking man, dude. Right. He he uh, man, he cranks stuff out. So if you follow him and and what I was doing was was I was making a point to like look at the stuff that they're reviewing and then listening to it, and then like, dude, this sounds sick, and and I, and I contact the bands, and um and and that's kind of what got me going, and I think that that is something that should be and i i hope will be and i'm going to make it to be the heart of my business is to connect with the bands like that for those bands who don't want to be on a record label to give them a distribution platform um for their their music um that's that's one of the things that that I think that that will really distinguish me from Amazon and and because they're not going to do that you know right, it, right. It, the, they're not going to get down to the individual level with some underground band you know if you're yeah. King Buffalo yeah they might for King Buffalo uh, but King Buffalo ain't you know they're 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 good on their own man so they right. they, they don't need no help from anybody but yeah. you never. You never know. I think I think that that we have a, a little bit in common there because like when I started slightly fuzzed and we talked about this a little bit to be start here, but like I just wanted to make funny album covers and make people laugh. But then I was like, there's so much good music here. I was constantly like reaching out to the bands and listening to their new stuff and and talking to them about it and asking them questions and saying, hey, just if nothing else, like hey, I like this album. Nice work. See ya. You know. Dude, and then it became like how else people were asking me like, can you? Can you give us a shout out? Can you share? Oh, sure. Yeah, of course. And then it was like, well, how else can I help you? And then it was like, maybe I can make an album cover for you. Maybe you can, maybe you can start a podcast and, and get a platform for you to be on. And it just like, it kind of just rolled into more and more and more stuff as I went. And Dude. I had some bands reach out to me and go, you know, if I send you 50 records, can you like put them up on your web store and help sell them? And I'm like... I don't, I mean, maybe, but like, I don't know that I want to go down that road, you know, like I have a spare room at this, in, this, in this house, oh, yeah. have, but like, this seems like there's probably plenty of people that know what they're doing better than I do in yourself included. And I'm, I've turned most of them down going like, I don't think that I want to do that, but well, it, it, it's, a, it, it's a whole process, man. You have to learn how to, you know, you, you have to, to learn. And I, you know, I went through all the, I'm sure I'm not far from over, but I went through a lot of ups and downs. Um, th- things are kind of smoothing, smoothing out now. And um, I feel like I have a good path forward with um, Steven Yoyada is my artist. He's my man. He's my man. And We've so, talked about him so many times on this podcast. Dude, dude Steven's my man. So Steven does all my artwork. He is my man. He, he, he will be the, the main artist for the cosmic peddler. Now, once, once I branch off and I do some other stuff, um, I have some plans that I might work with some other artists, but for the most part, Steven is my man. And then you know, I met Patrick now and Patrick is doing a phenomenal job with my marketing. Um, I've, I've been meeting some other 
uh, people that I'm hoping to uh, bring on board. And then, I'm, you know, I'm hoping to grow this to the point that I can get a store again. Um, I could go out, you know, tomorrow and, and I could go back to the same place. But if something happened, they'd just shut me back down. And with with no regard for me or, 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 or my care or anything, they would just shut me down. And I'm just like, I'm just not going to, I'm just not going to do that right now. Like no matter how bad that I want to, and I really do want to like really bad. I, I keep kind of holding myself back, but what I want to do is I want to try to, to maximize and grow as much as I can here, um, get some money saved up and um, try to get my own place. And in that way, um, no one can shut me down because all I have to do is just lock the doors and stay online. Yeah, you, you know, it's 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 it, it, it's that simple. I just lock the doors and 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 stay online. So that that's just where I'm at now. But a a good point to what you were saying was um, this this whole thing with the the music. It, it it's it's a rabbit hole of endless possibilities, dude. There's like there's so many things that you can do with the bands to to to, to promote the bands and do different things. I mean, there's there's just so much stuff, man. Yeah. Um, the hardest part is um, learning how you know learning how to do it you know you know properly and and uh, you know I I personally personally I don't think there's any large amount of money in any of this because. Um, Cause, cause the market's so saturated. Um, but if we can at least make enough money to make ends meet and stuff and, and keep it going and, and, ha- and have fun with it, hell man, I, then, then I'm on board. You know? Yeah. It's sometimes I've, I've been like, so just entrenched in this, whatever you want to call it, stone or metal scene or whatever that like, you kind of get this false sense of how big it is or how, how small it is maybe rather. And like to me, I'm looking at some of these bands and going like, oh, they're like they're like top tier stoner metal, whatever. And I forget, I forget that to the outside world, they still don't have any fucking clue who, who half of these dude, bands are. Oh, shit. And, dude, and I can still reach out to these bands and talk to them on Instagram, and they still reply. And like it's dude, a small group, really. Dude, every day, every day, man. I'm talking about King Buffalo, man. I'm I'm telling you, I'm a I'm a huge huge King Buffalo fan. So I. I don't know if you know, but I'll talk about King Buffalo, and I hope they listen to me, uh, Scott. Um, but uh, when the pandemic started, man, that that's kind of when I introduced myself, you know, to them, and it was just coincidental um, because Dead Star came out, and it came out on the Doom charts. I was monitoring, I was like, "Fuck, this album is sick, man!" And I reached out to to them, and because of the pandemic and they weren't playing and stuff, they started working with me, and. Um, they have, d- dude, I, I can't selling their music, man. <laughs> Those guys are phenomenal, man. I saw them, I saw them a couple weeks ago with Uncle Acid, man. It was so, it, it, it was so cool. But, um, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Those guys are phenomenal, in in this scene. But, but to the point is, is I go around all over. And I think that, you know, you know, King Buffalo is like God in this scene. And um, like, dude, dude, you listen to King Buffalo? Like, who, who, who is that? And I'm like, 
how in the hell do you not know who fucking King Buffalo is, dude? And to that, to that same point, like I'm fucking Uncle blown Acid, away, bro. Uncle Acid is like too big for me. Like they would never be on this podcast. But yeah. like, if I talk to one of my metalhead friends, like about Uncle like, Acid, Uncle like, who? <laughs> fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, it's crazy. But so so that. That brings about a very good point, though, is that um, this there's um, there's a lot of opportunity here. That's the way I see that. Yeah. There's a lot of opportunity here because one thing that I know this this fucking music is fucking phenomenal, man. Yeah. It's it, it's astronomically fucking phenomenal, and yeah. and, and I talk to people. All the fucking time. And like, dude, dude, you listen to Deep Purple? It's like, fuck, I grew up on Deep Purple Black. I'm, I'm like, dude, then you would love this. And uh, they're yeah. like, really? And I give it to them. And like, dude, it's fucking good. You just got to find how – you got to find that, you know, that way to connect with them into something that they like and get them to listen to it. But, but I think there's a huge opportunity. And then so that's one of the things, you know, you know with the – God damn! With the cosmic peddler, is uh, hoping that um, I can make myself bigger and and um, bring and bring the the music more to people who don't know who it is. Yeah, um, I, I think that there's there's got to be some sort of opportunity just kind of waiting because the the music has grown a lot and it's gotten amazing and it's kind of had like this new stoner metal boom in the last like i don't know five years maybe and the music has gotten huge but like you look on instagram and like when when i started slightly fuzz there weren't really many like funny stoner metal meme accounts and there's not that many podcasts completely dedicated to it and there's not that many people doing what you're doing or there's not that many like there's just there's still some places that people there's there's still some gaps the music is there but like everyone else hasn't caught up yet or something you know so here's 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 one of the downfalls. You know, I'll say this is you know because the scene is small, and personally, I don't think it's small. I mean, I think it's okay. Um, I I think there's a lot of room for growth, but it, I guess it is kind of small, maybe as compared to like mainstream. Mm-hmm. But um, so that's where you know later. I want to diversify. So I'm, so I'm going to get into the whole classic rock scene. Cause I love classic rock anyway. So I want to get into the whole classic rock scene and um, I'm not really promote. I don't know if, if you saw my classic rock store. Have you seen it? Yeah. I made a note here. I, I saw it on your, on your store. I wasn't sure, you know, I don't was- really push it too much. Yeah. I, I created it. And basically, you know, what I'm doing is I'm stockpiling music in it. Um, I'm still making it available to my customers. It's still there, man. I have to pay for it and everything, but um, I'm basically stockpiling music in it. And then at, at a certain period of time, and I don't know when, you know, it, that just depends on a whole lot of, of things, but at, a, at, but at a certain period of time, it will merge into the cosmic peddler uh, on its own page with its own URL website and everything, but you'll be able to, uh, go from one to the other and uh, cart any of the items, and and then later 
later I'm also going to get into the metal scene because I'm, I'm a huge metal fan, dude. I, I just love music. So I'm a huge metal fan too. So, um, so, I'm, so, so I, I guess what I was going to say was, you know, one of the downfalls is, is because this is kind of small, um, there's so much more work to this than there is a return on, on the investment. And, and so, and, and so I, I need to diversify more so I, so I can, so I can get a store. I mean, that's the bottom line, dude. This is all about me trying to get a store. This is about me trying to get a store, but, but I, but I, I am going to keep them compartmentally separated. So that way the stoner rock guys, the psych stoner rock guys can go to the cosmic peddler and later on, the Cosmic Peddler, it'll probably say the Cosmic Peddler, Stoner, you know, Stoner, Rock, Fuzz, you know, you know whatever. And then I'll have the Classic Rock Shop. And then I'm going to have, later on, I'm, I'm going to have a metal store that's going to be um, Doom, Doom Metal, Heavy Metal, Dark Metal, Black Metal. It's going to be all dedicated to, to everything metal. Man, it's going to be sick, dude. Yeah. Um, and when I started um, the podcast, I was like, I, you know, I want to kind of keep it focused on like fuzz type music and, and stoner and shit. And my girlfriend was like, even if you make that the biggest stoner metal podcast on the planet, like how big can that possibly be? She's like, why don't you do like indie rock or something? And I'm like, no, that's not the No, point. not indie rock. But, but, but you know, the, this is stuff like doom metal, you, you know, doom, doom can fit into psychedelic stoner music. Um, if it's not real heavy metal guitar driven, uh, but 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 then it crosses over into the metal period with doom metal. Um, How hard and, is it going to be for you at that point to like keep up with with bands and music and like know, um, know what you're putting out? Or at a certain point, so, you'd be like, sure. No, no. What I'm so so what I'm trying to do is. Um, I will tell you, uh, I don't want to say this. Um, I grew so fast that this thing got out of control. And what I'm doing right now actually is I'm actually purposefully and I have slowed this thing way down so I can go back to the beginning and fix what I know is, is broken. And there's a lot of things that, that that maybe people don't see that is broken. But when you're dealing with this day to day, like I am, and it, and it's just me, um, then you know that there's a lot of rooms for improvement in certain things. And so what I'm doing is I'm going back to the beginning. I'm going to uh, fix a whole lot of things. And part of that is building my team. And part of that team is Patrick with you know you know getting Pat on board and. Um, Pat from Monster Riff, by the way. If Pat, you know Pat, what talking get, about. Yeah. yeah, Pat from Monster Riff. Getting Pat on board. Pat's been helping me out, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know tre- tremendously. And um, and there's some other people that um, that I'm probably gonna start working with pretty soon. And basically what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna build a team, but I'm gonna build a team in a way that 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 uh, keeps the cosmic peddler the cosmic peddler. Means that like 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 the 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 focus is to connect with the bands, 
and to support the bands on that level um, and to sell and distribute underground music, whatever kind of music that is, if it's metal or, or doom or psych or stone or rock or whatever, um, is try to stay into the underground scene, but just, but just, you know, try to, to collaboratively bring it into one location. Sure. So let, let's change gears here a little bit real quick. Huh. What, what makes you say no to a band when, when they approach you? Like what are those things where you go like, is it, and again, for, for my own experience, bands that have kind of approached me about doing things with them, part of me goes, it's easy to say no because I don't like your music. I can say that. I listened to it, didn't dig it, no thanks. But there's a, there's plenty of times where I go, it's not my thing, but I know that it's good. It's not something I would listen to, but I know that it would sell. And it's hard to let those opportunities pass you by. Like, are, are there any opportunities where you go, listen, it's not my thing. I don't like it. But sure, let's work with you. Or, or do you find yourself saying no sometimes? And, and how do you know which is which? Well, <laughs> unfortunately, I'm, I'm not a big no person. Um, That's exactly what I told Pat. I said it's part of starting Slightly Fuzz was because I just – I'm not a yet. big no person, man. Yeah. I believe and, – and, and so, you know, just about any band that will contact me, I'll be like, dude, you, you, know, you know, sell me a few copies, brother. And if they sell and I'll promote it for you, then I'll come back and I'll get more, man. And I'll help you push it. Um, the only thing that I, the, the only thing that I don't like, and this goes not just with bands, but with record labels and all that stuff is when I buy their music and then they don't support me. Um, you, you know, I think, you know, you know it, it has to be a two way street in order for it to work. And I know that when bands work with me, just like if they work with labels or whoever, when the bands are, are involved, then shit moves. Um, yeah. but, but marketing is, is huge. And that's why I got with um, Patrick um, as one of my first, I, I mean, he's, he is one of my first uh, like official people that's working with me i've had a few people try to try to work with me and 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 stuff but it just didn't really you know work out but uh you know patrick is the first official person that i feel confident will stay on board with me through through this whole thing um me and patrick are pretty solid so then what what is the stuff that really gets you excited i mean we kind of talked about the kind of music that you're into or the stuff you grew up on but like as far as stuff coming out right now, King Buffalo maybe being one of them, what's the kind of stuff that just gets you super excited for this kind of shit? Oh, dude. Um, well, so I like metal, man. I and um and um I didn't realize how much I loved metal until I got into it more. And um and I know that's a little bit outside of the scene that I'm actually in. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, but I love that. Oh, dude, 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 you know who I'm really, really, really digging fucking right now? Fuck man. Clouds taste satanic. Okay. I know them. Yeah. Oh, dude. They came down here. Just, they were down here like a week ago and they came in and they came into the, into the peddlers den here and they hung out and I did a little interview with them, which, right. which, uh, should, which should be posting up. Um, I'm, 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 
I'm, I'm going to come up with a YouTube channel and I'm going to do live, uh, live interviews with bands from the peddlers den here at, at my house. And um, I'm going to post them up on, on the YouTube channel with all my little videos and all that kind of stuff. So, so, so that's coming. But um, I am, I am super duper fucking impressed with Klaus a satanic um, grave bathers. Woo, I, man, I love you guys, man. They, they are rowdy, dude. They came down here and and they played all over Texas for like a week or so. And I saw them. I saw them several times, man. They were all over. And and every time, I, I mean, star star performance every time. And um, and and another band like real real recently that really impressed me, uh, Old Blood. Old Blood out of uh, California, and they're on tour right now. I think they're still on tour, and they got an album coming out very uh, in the near future. And um, the Comet Panther better have some of those records at the Comet Panther. I don't know that I do. Have, have you ever listened to the, the Lucid Furs? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So imagine the lucid furs with um Uriah Heap keyboards. <laughs> just like just going off on the freaking keyboard like Uriah Heap shit. Just like you're, you're like you're, you're, you're on cloud nine, man. Yeah. Just smoke just smoke a big bowl and and, and uh, inhale that music and you're fucking good. <laughs> so as much as you love metal, you definitely like a little bit of a taste of like that like more classic, like retro stuff too. Yeah. Is that fair to say? Oh, I, oh, I, I love, um, ACDC. Like I said, I, I just saw Judas priest a couple nights ago, man. Oh, really? their, their, their 50th anniversary tour, man. I saw them, uh, freaking, freaking Rob Halford came out on a Harley, dude, 70 years old. Brum, 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 fucking came out. I'm like, Woo! I was super excited, man. So I love, yeah, I love all the old school stuff, man. Um, I, I was big uh, into the the glam bands, um, but but some of the underground glam bands like Faster Pussycat. I love Faster Pussycat. I'm, a, do, do you know who they are? I'm a big Faster Pussycat fan. Yeah, I like them. Uh, Warrant, Bon Jovi, Skid Row, Motley Crue. That's kind of when I was in high school. Uh, and that stuff was hot, man. Guns and Roses, all that stuff. You know, just because I grew up with it, and uh, and it, and it was good. But um, Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, Uriah Heep, all those bands. You know, ACDC, Judas Priest, Aerosmith. I mean, I think those guys would be like gods forever. Yeah, I mean, that was the era of like the rock star too. It's kind of hard to beat that era. That doesn't exist anymore, really. Regardless of how good your music is, that like that myth around the band and like all that, like that's, that's gone. So it's hard to argue. That's, with that. Well, and, and I think, um, you know, the difference is social media, the internet, um, you know, you can freaking fart a tune and almost, and somebody will put on a fucking record for you. I mean, I hate to say it like that, but you almost yeah. can. Uh, you, you, I mean, it, it, that, and, and that's what I mean. What, you know, when I say, you know, the whole thing is saturated is um it, it it's saturated i don't know everybody's got their thing they're all artists i get that um but it's just it's just not you know some of it's not my thing 
Yeah. 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 For sure. I mean, it, yeah. Anyone can make a record and, and that's great for a lot of bands that never would have made it otherwise. But, they, but back in the day, they couldn't. See, back in the day, yeah, they couldn't. When it was ACDC, Aerosmith and all that, man, they couldn't do that back then, dude. It, 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 it had to come from Sony. I know a guy. Okay, here's a here's an awesome story. One of my very first customers, and he's still a customer, and he's actually a, a, a good friend of mine now. He's in his seventies. He owned one of the very first stoner psychedelic rock labels in the United States called uh, Lone Starfighter Records, and you can look them up. They're from Texas. And he had a lot of good psychedelic stoner acid trippy stuff, man. And um, and he uh, connected with you know he he uh, connected with me, and um, he was one of the first ones, man. Yeah, it was, uh, I don't know where was I going with that, um, but well, I was just saying it, it nowadays. It's it it's great that bands can get the music out when they wouldn't have had that Sony connection. Yeah, so, uh, bad bad records from bad. Yes. Bands. So what he was telling me was he was like Paul. You don't understand how hard it was back in the nineties to to press a record. He he had to go to Sony to get a CD made for his record label. Sony, no that, that, that so that that's a difference between now and then. Now now my seven year old daughter, if she knows how, she can go on the computer and she can or she can record. Fart a tune, sing it, and then and and put it on uh, on CD and distro it all herself at seven years old. Yeah, yeah. and even if you're not that's what I mean by CD, like you're you're definitely going to easily be on YouTube, Bandcamp, Spotify, whatever. I yeah, mean, you're going to be out there. But but what what now makes you great? You, you know, and that that that's one of the questions that I keep asking myself. Like we all know, you, you know, well. I, I say this, but I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm wrong, but I but I feel this way. Elder, you know, King Buffalo, Uncle Acid. Those bands are phenomenal bands. They're 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 you know to me they're at the same they're they're almost at the same level as those great bands. Um, but unfortunately, you know, will they ever get to that level? No, I don't I don't know if it's possible anymore. Yeah, huh? for a number of reasons. For a number of reasons, and and it's like we talked about that there's an oversaturated of music and and the market there, but like there is not that gatekeeper anymore. So you don't look to just one spot and go, I guess this is on the radio, so it must be the best out there. <laughs> so there's not that yeah. anymore. But also like that accessibility to them. Now they all have social media and Twitter. You almost get too much of a behind the scenes a little bit sometimes, and you go, I don't know. There was just something about Steven Tyler and the mystery behind him and like knowing that. And nobody knew what they were doing, dude. All, all we ever saw was like pictures of them fucking half naked, wasted yeah. with fucking naked chicks, which was nowadays that that'd probably fucking offend somebody. But right. you know, it, that, that's what we grew up with, man. That shit was on, on, on a MTV. I grew up near Cincinnati in Dayton, Ohio radio Radio nineteen seven oh seven. I I forget what it was called, dude. But but even the radio stations would have like Oz, live live with Ozzy Friday night, and 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 friggin' Ozzy would come on, and and they play rock and roll all night and talk. But you know, other than that, 
like you, it's just like you said, they weren't intimately personal into everything that they were doing. There was some secrecy there. And so when the band came around, like, we got to go see them, you you know, maybe that, maybe that kind of created some of the hype. Um, And that could be though, also what did well on this tour for uncle acid and them because they're from the uk is they come here that you know they're they're not their shit's not all over the the place Dude, um, the like about like uncle acid like five years ago maybe longer eight years ago was like going to uncle acid's website long before like their like latest three albums or whatever their old website was just like this like running blog of like weird witchy occult shit that's it that's all <laughs> on their website it was just weird and it was just a bunch of like semi-inappropriate occult images <laughs> and that was uncle acid's website and i'm like this is fucking rad dude this is awesome these guys are like the real deal and i remember listening to like their first couple albums and being like these guys are the fucking real fuck it dude there was, dude, no, I see it, dude, dude, there was no instagram at that point that they were on they were on any of that shit there was no facebook their website was weird as fuck and then they put out these awesome records i'm like this is badass and then then eventually they got on twitter and they got on instagram and all that kind of shit but at the time dude i ordered a t-shirt from that old website and it was like covered in red paint and they had like some weird like symbols on it they, like, uh, shit. it was the shit man i remember dude, yeah. like who the fuck are these guys <laughs> no and and that that's a good point that you bring up you know when you personalize stuff then I think that that makes people appreciate you more. And, 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 and that's one of the things that I've tried to do is create my own brand and personalize things. So I, I, I try to always throw like little extra things, stickers and stuff in with the records and, and, and different things. I mean, I wish I could do more and maybe someday that I will. Um, um, I give away, I give away a lot of my t-shirts and, and different things to bands and, and I go to shows, I hand them out to people in the audience that I feel like is like out there and like, dude, this is awesome. I'm like, Oh man, uh, uh, would you wear one of my shirts? Or like, hell yeah. And, 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 and I just randomly do like, like give people you know, my shirts and stuff. But the same way I, I, I give away a lot of the shirts and stickers that I bought and it, it was all out of my own pocket, you know, and I'm, I'm probably ate shit on that shit on that stuff. But like I remember like deciding like what kind of shirt I wanted to get if I was gonna make a shirt, but uh, and it was like I could have gotten like the white or or maybe black like basic T-shirt that that fits all weird and shit, and it was it cost like four dollars a shirt, and I was like I fucking hate those shirts. I hate when people give me those shirts. So I want a baseball tee. I want I want like the black sleeves, the white middle, and it cost me like four dollars more per T-shirt, and I was like fuck it, I don't give a shit. I if I want to like. If I'm going to make a shirt, I want it to be the one that I want to wear. Yeah. And if yeah. I want to, if, if yeah. I was asked to be on a podcast, like I would want them to like treat that as a important moment. So like I'll like give people shirts or stickers or something just for being on or like do a contest on Instagram or whatever. And it's just like, that's how I would want to have been treated if I was like in the, in the reverse role. So I just started giving away shit all the time because I'm just like, I don't know. I just, that this is more fun, you know. When I order a shirt from a band and they give you extra stickers, it's awesome, you know. So we were talking earlier uh, uh, about upcoming bands that, that that I got my eye on. So um, Iwas, 
is is one that I think that people need to keep their eye on. They just opened up for Mana Lord. Yeah, um, I think and, I think they're going to be on the podcast like next week. Dude, they, be, they, they just opened up for dude. They just opened up for fucking Mana Lord. Yeah, their awesome. album, their That's album. He 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 contacted me, and um and, and and I helped him, and then Kai, and then they sold out of uh, that record fast. Yeah, and um I think um you know now they got a new band and they got a full album getting ready. I think um gonna come out. I, I think they're probably looking for a label or or something or or some way to 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 get the album out. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Iwas. Like I said, I, I like Clouds Taste Satanic. Uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but uh, but I know they got a new album coming. <laughs> if I say that, dude, they got a new album coming. Um, uh, who else? There was somebody else that I had on my. Oh, Psych Rock. So for Psych Rock, Land Mammal. People need to look at, at Land Mammal, dude. I have to write that down. I don't. I don't know that. I don't think. Their, their, their new album came out with Cosmic Artifacts. It's been very low-key, man. Not a lot of people ha- has got it. They're from Dallas, Texas. The, um, the, the, the lead guy, um, they, they, they're from another – some of the members are from other bands that had other records, and they formed almost like a super band, and Lamb Mammal is fucking sick. Um, the only thing I was, the, the, you know, the biggest downfall I see, you know, with them maybe is, is like just not advertising and getting their stuff out there uh, enough, but, but I love that album. And I think that band's going to be, um, I, I, I hope they do more. Um, but, but I like them. That's an interesting point though, is that like, we talk about how it kind of sucks that bands are now on Instagram and Twitter and stuff so much and you get almost too much from them on the reverse is like some of these small bands, they suck at social media and you go, dude, I mean, you guys have good music here and no one's going to hear it because you suck so bad at this, this marketing part of it. And it's like, it's kind of like this catch 22 is that like, you that's the thing, man, is you have to find a happy medium, right? You have to find that happy medium. That's, that's the hard point, dude, dude. I find myself getting in, in, engulfed, in social media, I'm like, dude, I can't do this. It's taking up all you know my time, and then I back off to the point that I slow down too much. I'm like, dude, things are real slow, yeah. and that and that's when I got 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 my man Patrick, man, and um, Patrick, uh, you know, Patrick, I I like the way he's um, he's uh, working with me, man. He's he's a smart dude. Yeah, that'll be good for you. He's he's uh you're in good hands, I think. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, Patrick is the man. Um let's see. What else, man? Uh what else we want to talk about? <laughs> well um, <laughs> I, I, I wanted to do this one last segment. Um if you're familiar with the podcast at all, we, we do sometimes called uh Real or Fuzzed. So I, I want to show you ten album covers. Some are real album covers and some are not. Some are fake. And and you tell me which is okay. Which. So here's the first one. Songs for gay dogs. Real. This is real. Yeah. I don't know. As as a as a person that moves records, you might uh, have an unfair advantage in this game, but 
I thought that's what would make it fun. Yeah, the, dude, it's like I told you, man. Anybody who can fart a tune can can basically make a record now, and that's that. That's kind of unfortunate. That that to me looks real. Baron Cross, yeah, Rock for the King. Yeah, Bar- I think I've even heard of that name. They they they, they, they looks like some very underground eighties hair band. <laughs> is it real? It yeah, is. Okay. Real, yeah, it's a real album. Yeah. Swine and Dine, Eat Me. Ah, oh, fake. All right, yeah, that's fake. Is that fake? <laughs> that's fake. Yeah, Hot Poop. Does their own stuff. Ah, uh, real. That is real. Yeah, you're too good at this. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fuck with the comedy peddler. What the hell is that? <laughs> oh, wow. It's the meat shit. It's called shave pussy. <laughs> oh my god! I I I say it's fucking real. Hey, I I. Well, I'm not, not going to say that. I don't want to say that on here. I'm sorry. I, I'll leave that. I'll, I'll leave that out, man. I don't. I don't want to get. I don't want to get fucking canceled. <laughs> Fuck. That's a real album, man. That's a real one. I think that's probably real. Yeah, I, I got yeah. some. I got a couple crazy albums on this shop, man. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah, Tom Patterson. Who needs you? Real. That one's fake. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. That was like in a like a, a photo from like an ad or something back. <laughs> Mammoth lungs. Will somebody open a window? Fake. That's fake. Yeah. Regurgitated. Carnivorous erection. Real. <laughs> That's real. <laughs> <laughs> the devil real. Here. Real, you can see the, the 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 record ring, man. Is that real? Huh? Yeah, that's, fake. that's fake one. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. That, yeah, that looks like some underground shit that someone made back in the eighties, man. For sure, yeah. <laughs> All right, last one. Torment. Real. That's real. Yeah. Dude, you did. Really good. <laughs> Woo! <sighs> you might have, you might hold the record for that. Actually, I think that uh, you only missed like one or two. Maybe I think I missed one, man. I think I only missed one, dude. <laughs> you, might, you, might have new, you might be the new record holder. We kind of touched on it a little bit, but I just wanted to see like what you were up to next. You, you kind of talked about like the new website and and branching out a little bit and hiring yeah. people and stuff like that. But you know, is there, so... is there anything else that, that you're going to be up to here? Dude, there's a lot, man. A uh, a uh, a uh, lot, lot. So, well, there's a lot of ideas. There's a lot of great ideas and direction that I want to go. Okay, um, and, but it, it all starts with, you know, like I was saying earlier, was um, getting back to the foundation of of the business. And so, um, I I I kind of revamped the website. Because um, what I found out was, and I know, like talking to, to, to my customers, you know, th- there, you know, there was some frustration with, dude, your, you know, your website's, you know, changing, been changing off and on, you know, quite a bit. And, and, and I'm like, well, you, you know, the thing that you don't understand is, you know, even though you get an idea in a direction 
in your mind because I'm I'm on a platform then then I then I'm limited to what that platform can do. So we might have a phenomenal idea and we start going in a direction and then we find out damn it ain't going to work. Well, now through all the trial and, and error that I have experienced over the last couple of years, I have the direction now. So the website is set. The only thing that's going to change with the website is the artwork. Is There's going to be upgraded artwork. I'm, I'm going to fix all that. There's going to be some upgraded features to, to the website. But if you look at the, the, the flow of the website is what I like. You have your pre-orders your records, your CDs, your cassettes, and your merch from top to bottom in that order. And, and, and in there, you know, you'll have like, you know, discounted records, discounted CDs, discounted cassettes or whatever, like there's stuff in there, but that's the, you know, the basic flow that I have found that that works. Now, what I want to do is, um, because I grew so fast, um, Personally, I think that, and and I'll use Cosmic Artifacts maybe as as an example. All right, when I started working, you know, with Cosmic Artifacts, and I didn't know what I didn't know, you know, I, I just started bringing stuff on board, and then so when it would come in, I'd upload it onto the system, and and then when it would be gone, I'd I'd take it out. Mm-hmm. Well, over time, I was like, damn, I can't keep putting this stuff in and taking it out, and, and I'm like, dude. Why don't you just put the whole fucking catalog in there, the entire catalog, and just maintain the whole catalog? That makes sense because then, you know, if I'm going to represent Cosmic Artifacts, I first of all, I should have everything that he has. So that way when customers come to me here in the States, they know that I have everything that they have in Germany. So that, that's basically what I'm doing is, is I'm going back one by one, label by label, I have to upload. It's it's all this work, re redo all the artwork with it. There's a whole process, you know, to this. But one by one, uh, the the labels that are solid are 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 going to come back onto the the cosmic peddler, and and it's going to be set. Um, so that's number one. Number two will be. Uh, once once some of that starts to calm down, then I'm going to integrate the classic rock shop. Once the classic rock shop is integrated, then we will have a grand opening sale, and um, I I will have the I will have the greatest classic rock store on planet Earth. I promise you, <laughs> like hands down, there won't even be a close second. Um, nice. And and I can say that because. You can go to piss ass Amazon or piss ass eBay or any one of the other motherfuckers that I don't like, and you can go to any one of them and you can go sort and fish through all the fucking billions of shit that they have. Mine's gonna be all classic rock and it's gonna be like all like you know the best shit. So so I'll have that. Like classic rock records, like are, are these gonna be like pre owned records or like brand no, new? No, no, all 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 brand new and with a big emphasis on underground classic rock so so there is a huge underground classic rock scene man of like albums that are coming out people are are digging out eight tracks and cassettes and they're finding shit and they're like dude where did this come from and it's never been on vinyl or it's never been on vinyl for like 40 50 years and this stuff is 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 coming out so 
like the the brown acid series is a is a good testament to that man yes like I, I started listening to some of that stuff going like i thought there was like five bands <laughs> like what is all this shit you know dude so um that's that's gonna be once again is trying to um make my stores different than everyone else um and i think that's what's going to separate me so yeah i'm not trying to give away all my secrets but but i want to um i'm going to stick to the the foundational bands like your foundational solid like the top tier level bands but then a heavy heavy focus on underground uh classic rock music and there's a lot there's a lot of it out there um so that and then after that will 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 probably come my my metal store and and eventually my record label i mean i want i really want to open up a record label um but it's just people don't realize it's it's so expensive to press vinyl and have to set on that money um for an extended period of time now a lot of record labels uh, are selling the selling the records before they're even pressing the music and are using the money to press the music. That to me, I just I I can't do that. I don't like that. I I, I see way too many problems with that whole situation, and I deal with all their problems right now as it is, and and I just don't want to. That's just not really where I want to go. So, but but so. So eventually, is I want to have a record label, but but um, I want to put stuff out, and when it comes out, it goes into the hands of customers. I don't want to have to deal with all the bullshit. You know, when's my record coming, and all this kind of stuff. Like, sure, sure. yeah, you know, I want to do that. But not only that, but I want to have a um, kind of an an old school style of record label. So um, I will. Uh, schedule and tour all my bands as a record label like they used to do I will give them all their stickers their pens their shirts I'll, I'll do all that like when it comes it's gonna come um, but one of the other pieces of that that I want to do though is also create something kind of different and I'm and and, and I hate to kind of put all this out to people um, Cause I just know like people's going like, Oh, that's a great fucking idea. But what I want to do is it is honestly, um, and, and I'm kind of doing this right now anyway, is create, you know, like I said, is create a, a platform for independent bands to be able to distribute their music. But the, the caveat to that is there's a lot of bands are like, dude, man, like we could almost pay for it. I'm like, dude, you know what? I'll fucking put up half of it, bro. Your album's yeah. solid. I'll fucking put up half. I don't need no fucking contract, dude. My fucking goddamn word is fucking solid, brother. Uh, all right. When I fucking say that I'm going to fucking do something, that's what I fucking do. Hands down. Not 99.9 fucking percent of the fucking time. 100% of the fucking time, dude. And and Baz know that, dude. I, I don't do fucking contracts. And, and I won't do no fucking contract for a very fucking long time. But that's what I want to do pr probably first is transitionally just try to work more with bands 
who are like, hey, man, we just need some help, just a little bit of help. Or, hey, hey man, you know, we can you know, we can make the record. Can you help us to distribute and, and promote it? Fuck yeah. Or, hey, man, um, let's do a 50-50 on the, the record, and then I'll help promote it and all that stuff. Yeah, I think there's, there's a lot of opportunity in that area. And that's kind of where I want to get into and then leave – the record label side of where I want to get to, to, um, for, 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 for bands that I feel like, um, I want to do more with, I, I mean, I'll, I'll just leave it like that. I said, you know, I want to do more with them. And, and when I get to that point, you know, like I said, man, I would like to be able to have the resources to plan all their, you know, do their tours, like just be heavily involved just like they used to, man, when I grew up, dude, um, when I open up, when I open up my store, okay, um, my plan is, uh, when I'm touring bands and I'm bringing bands through Texas and they're going to come through Texas because Texas, here's, here's the thing about Texas. Texas is the gold mine. Okay. It, it's a cliche term. But I call it the triangle of, of death, but it's really not the triangle of death. You have you have Dallas, Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Arlington. Okay, then you have College Station. Okay, you could that that that's not even all of Texas. That's not even to include El, El Paso and all these other places. You could do an entire tour just in the state of Texas, and every show will be fucking sold out almost, dude. Yeah. I, I mean that so and. With Austin being the live music capital of the fucking world, not the, not the United States, the fucking world, okay? It's, it's a live music capital of the world, and there's a reason for that because you can go up there any day of the week. There's any night of, uh, of the week, there's like 30, 40 fucking shows. It's like Monolore this night, Uncle Acid, King Buffalo, fucking Motley Crue, fucking – I mean fucking you name it, dude. Like every band is up there playing like like one day of the, the week. Right. So all of this is, is, is like a perfect storm. And then, so what I want to do is when I open my store, bring the bands in during the daytime to my record store, meet and greet with the customers, sign, sign the records. I'll have a place for them to do photos with their fans and all that. And maybe do like a little live, like acoustic set or something right in the fucking store. And all of that will be in promotion for my show that'll be later in the evening that's that's kind of like where i want to be but but i don't know you know Damn, all, like that's the that's the shit that like i look for as a fan and like i, I know dude, the, like, i'm fucking telling you dude but but i like it just went away. no one's maybe doing it man record stores. like record stores kind of went away too for a while so maybe all that shit just disappeared like everyone was going to best buy for their cds yeah but, like, yeah now i i think like man that sounds awesome and i go dude where does it doesn't exist? No, nobody's fucking doing it, man. And and I'm saying that you know you're right here, and now everybody's back. That's a fucking perfect idea. Let me start. Let me start it fucking you know, you know right away. And I I hate to put it out there like that, but this is you know um. But the reality is, is I can say this, and if you don't have no heart and you don't love this, 
you're going to fucking fail at it anyway, so go fucking try anyway. And and most of you probably will because most of you don't fucking give a shit about this anyway. You're just in it for the, the money. Um, I, you know, I, I love this. I care about it. This is what I do. I eat, sleep, shit, breathe this crap. And, um, and if there's any way in hell that I can make this happen, that's, that, that's my plan. But so, so I will finish with this, man. I'll finish, you know, with this. I, I, I talked to some of my cut, you know, a lot of my customers and I have like a few friends and stuff and, and I talk to them. And one of the things that I always say is, you know, I wish that people knew honestly who I was, because I feel like if they did, they would probably you know, support me more. And, and I say that because when you buy something from me, dude, I have never in two years, in two years, I've never got one dollar out of this business. Not even one, my friend. Not even one. Okay. Every dollar that I get goes right back into to my business. And the whole point of, of this is to grow it so I can make those things that I just said happen, which I think is, dude, I, I haven't even touched the tip of the iceberg with, with what I really want to do. Like, you know, you know, with everything, I'm, I'm just kind of giving you like a an overall gist. But th this is stuff that's going to detrimentally benefit bands, and it's going to help me, and, and not help me, you know, financially. I'm not worried about that, but but help me to promote the music. <laughs> well, yeah. dude, I, I hope that you'll I hope that you'll be back on, and and I don't know, yeah. month or something, and and we'll be talking about all the other new. Dude, no, we need to, man. No, no, we need to. Um, I, I definitely, really, really, really appreciate you having me on here. Um, and um, and I think there's, I'm one person, so there's a huge benefit in working with other people, and and and, and so I definitely want to surround myself with people, you know, who 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 are in a scene and want to do things like I that you know like I want to do because I think like we can all take our, our piece of the pie and, and, and just make this whole thing work and it'll yeah. be badass. <laughs> right on. Well let's uh let's wrap it up with that man. Uh, Hell yeah dude. Being on, dude and uh I hope thanks I man see all these things come uh into fruition and we'll talk again in a little while. All right brother you take care man. All right thanks. All right bye <laughs>